blessed Sunday to you and yours. Pastor Shane here, Worship Without Walls. And I thank each and every one of you for joining me here on this blessed Sunday for our fourth installment of our Without a Paddle series, as well as for worship, prayer, and the Word. Let us pray. O oh God, sustain us in the complexity of our humanity as you sustain David, playing the harp of youth, throwing stones at giant problems, loving our friends beyond wisdom, dancing, worship, mourning children, breaking our hearts in psalms, and longing for warmth in our bones. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first hymnal reading from our red hymnal comes number 205. Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. For the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. We continue forth to 699. My help comes from the Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From whence shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and coming in from this time forth and forever. Here ends that passage reading from the hymnal. And leads us straight into our opening hymn, Here I Am to Worship. And I do hope that the storms hold off for service, at least today. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. 
So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth you created, all for love's sake became poor. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, and you're altogether worthy. Altogether lovely, altogether wonderful to me. Thou'll never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross. I'll never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross you'll never know how much it cost to see my sin upon that cross so here i am to worship here i am to bow down here i am to say that you're my god you're altogether lovely altogether worthy altogether wonderful to me here i am to worship here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. Amen. And amen. Please join me in our affirmation of faith. We believe in Jesus Christ the Lord, who was promised to the people of Israel, who came in the flesh to dwell among us, who announced the coming of the rule of God, who gathered disciples and taught them, who died on the cross to free us from sin, who rose from the dead to give us life and hope, who reigns in heaven at the right hand of God, who comes to judge and bring justice to victory. We believe in God, his Father, who raised him from the dead, who created and sustains the universe, who acts to deliver his people in times of need, who desires all men everywhere to be saved, who runs and rules over the destinies of men and nations, 
who continues to love men even when they reject him. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the form of God present in the church, who moves men to faith and obedience, who is the guarantor of our deliverance, who leads us to find God's will in the word, who assists those who he renews in prayer, who guides us in discernment, and who impels us to act together. We believe that God has made us his people to invite others to follow Christ, to encourage one another into deeper commitment, to proclaim the forgiveness of sins and hope, to reconcile men to God through word and deed, to bear witness to the power of love over hate, to proclaim Jesus the Lord over all, to meet the daily tasks of life with purpose, to suffer joyfully for the cause of right, to the ends of the earth, to the end of the age, and to the praise of his glory. Amen. Amen. Turn now to 629, our first reading out of our blue hymnal. The Ten Commandments. And God spoke all these words, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth, beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall do no work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidenservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that it is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his servant, his ox or donkey or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. We turn now to Psalm 14. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Such a corrupt, they do abominable deeds. There is not one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see 
If there is one who is wise and seeks God, all alike have gone astray. They have become perverse. There is not one who does good, not even one. Will all these evildoers never learn? They who eat of my people, just as they eat bread, they have not called upon the Lord, then they shall be in great fear, for God is with the just generation. You would confound the plans of the afflicted, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that out of sun would come salvation of Israel, when the Lord restores the well-being of his people, then shall Jacob exalt and Israel be glad. That's the end of our reading from our psalm. On this next hymn that we're due is a reminder of just how much the Lord loves us and just how much we are children of God. So for my brothers and sisters, if you know this song, please join in singing from home. Jesus loves me, 
the Bible tells me so. Apologize for any hiccup with that song, that hymn. We turn back into our hymnal now to 6:30 of teaching children. Take heed of your to yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Teach them to your children, and your grandchildren. Now this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk to them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign of, on your hand, and then they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts, of your house and on your gates train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it and you fathers do not provoke your children unto wrath but bring them up in the training and admonish of the Lord Amen Amen and let us pray Lord God Friend of those in need, your Son, Jesus, has united our burdens and healed our spirits. 
We lift up our prayers of our hearts for those still burdened, those seeking healing, those in need within the church and within the world. And dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you today. We look to you for your healing grace and your discernment to rain down upon all of your children, those who seek you and those who do not yet realize how much they need you in their life, Lord. Lord, we come to you and we ask for your forgiveness for our trespasses and to give us the strength to forgive those who have trespassed against us. For Lord, we know that it is through you that we have the power and we have the strength to be lights, to be beacons of hope in a world full of darkness. In a world full of storms, we can help another brother or sister out. Lord, we come to you and we ask that you hear our prayers that we may love you with our whole being and willingly share our concerns of our neighbors just as our own. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let us turn back into our hymnal. This time to 651. Discipleship. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the student to be like his teacher, and for the servant like his master. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. A new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you keep us in your kingdom and remind us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now let us pray, mighty and all-knowing God, who sees us as we are and as we might be what offering can we give that will bring you joy we have brought gifts this morning that you might dedicate them to the work of caring and compassion in our neighbors in our nations and throughout the world yet all the money we have can't accomplish what you can make happen if we simply let Christ dwell in our hearts not for any hour, on Sundays, 
but every hour of every day. This is the offering we dedicate this day in Christ our Redeemer, we pray. Amen. We do have a few raindrops I hear starting. I'm hoping that the noise level balances out. Our first reading for today comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that, according to the riches of His glory, He may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being, with power through His Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask, or imagine. To him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I turn now to our next reading, which is John chapter 6, verses 1 through 21. It's the story of feeding the 5,000. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up to the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down now. There was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks and distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left, by who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. And when the people saw the sign that he had done, 
they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountains by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because of a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the island toward which they were going. Here ends our scripture reading for today. And this brings me to today's sermon and our final installment of our series, Without a Paddle. And the title of the, series, the sermon for today is, in fact, Without a Paddle. You see, far too often we sit there in life and we think that we know better. We think we know best. We don't acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We don't acknowledge Jesus Christ that he died on a cross to save us from sin. To give us salvation. To give us life everlasting. And far too many of our brothers and sisters are lost because they feel that the gifts of this world is something that is far greater than the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God made flesh. I first want to sit there and go to Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 13, that says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. How many of you today, brothers and sisters, can say that you can get through anything in your day through the Lord who strengthens you? Through the Lord who is there with you, guiding you to bear fruit, to anchor you when you need to be anchored. See, in today's servant, Christ is not just the paddle guiding us through life, but he is the anchor in anything that we need to be anchored in. We saw in Ephesians that when we put our faith in Christ, that we are being rooted and grounded in love. If we are being rooted and grounded in love, then we are being anchored into that love of Christ. Steadfast for eternity. We saw the ultimate sign of love when Christ died on a cross for you and I, for our predecessors, for our past generations, and for our future generations to come. But yet how many of us will deny Christ just as Peter did when we are asked where we lie, what we believe? How many of us 
will deny Christ in the face of evil, in the face of those who do not understand. How many of us forget that in Christ we were made to be a new birth. Now yes, when we started this series, I asked and challenged each and every one of you to look inside yourself. To look at your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, and ultimately your relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord. From there, I sat there and said, what is your journey in the world? Are we just nothing more than a boat drifting along the seas, being tossed and turned? Or are we a boat that is anchored strong in a new birth through Jesus Christ? In John chapter 3, I am reminded just how much Christ brought new birth to us. Here he was talking to Nicodemus, and he was saying, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus did not understand this. In fact, he questioned Christ. He questioned Jesus and said, How can someone be born again? How can they go back in their womb? But when we are born to this earth, we are born in flesh. When we are born into new birth, born again, we are born in the Spirit. If you recall, Jesus Christ had said that there is one who follows me, the Holy Spirit will be there to teach you, to guide you, just in my ways, for I am returning to the Father. You see, in verse 11, we saw that very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen. Yet you do not receive our testimony. He is telling Nicodemus that everything that has happened up until now in Christ's life are things known and things seen, yet the Jewish rabbis do not sit there. The Jewish teachers do not sit there and acknowledge that it be truth. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whomever believes in him may have eternal life. That is where the new birth comes into place. That if we believe in Christ Jesus, that if we confess that he is our Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross, that he resurrected and sits at Christ, the God the Father's right hand, that he is our reason in our passage for eternal life in heaven. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. 
Again, brothers and sisters, I say this to you so that you may know what it is like to live in Christ Jesus. So that you may know what it is like to be present in Christ Jesus. And so that you may know what it is like to have Christ Jesus walking with you amongst your days. In 2 Corinthians verse 17, chapter 5, So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Here, Paul is reaffirming what Christ taught in the Gospels, that as long as we believe in Him and have faith in Him, that He's our Lord and Savior, we are made new, we have that new birth, that He is the anchor of our life. He is our stronghold, He is our steadfast. In Romans chapter 8, verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. Now how great and a wonderful thing is it right here in that passage that the law of the Spirit set us free. And that the law of sin and death are no longer a burden to us. You see, life without Christ still means that we are bound under the law of sin and of death. Life without Christ means that when our day is come, that we don't rise to a glorious eternity and life everlasting. But that our life is just over at that point and there is no more. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ that are hearing this today, I challenge you, I encourage you to reach every lost soul you possibly can. Because if you saw as Christ was crucified on the cross, it is never too late to sit there and bring someone back to Christ. As we talked about Christ's life, his death last week, we saw that even dying on a cross, he saved the one that was on his side, that confessed and saw that he was truly sent from God, that he was truly the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And he said that you will forever be with me in eternity. How many of us can say the same thing? How many of us can say that we were born again, being anchored in Christ through love and through faith? You see, many people sit there and they talk about Oh, I can't do this religion, or oh, I can't do that religion. In fact, on many of my social media platforms and many of the church social media platforms, I see people sitting there and they are negative about other forms of Christianity and other religions. 
And the truth of the matter is, there's only one way to God the Father, and that is through Christ Jesus. If we do not believe in Christ Jesus, then we do not have a direct path to God the Father. If we do not believe that Christ Jesus died and was born again, then we too cannot be born again. It's through that spirit and through that truth that we hold ourselves in faith. And not faith of what we see, but faith in the unknown. Furthermore, in Romans, we see in verse 9, But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit. Since the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through His Spirit that dwells in you. Brothers and sisters, here in Romans we see even further that Paul is telling them, even more so, that we have to dwell in the Spirit of Christ. We have to. Our bodies are a temporary vessel of our spirit, our soul, our lives. Our bodies are born, grow, break down, and ultimately the flesh dies. But on the day that we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and accept him into our lives, into our homes, the spirit comes forth and saves our spirit from death, bringing new life to us. If anything, that is the most beneficial blessing that we could have by walking through life with Jesus Christ, by having faith in that unseen. Brothers and sisters, when I talk about Christ as a paddle, in today's world, I talk about it from a point of us being that boat drifting through the world, drifting through the seas. And as we saw in John, our reading today, from chapter 6, we see at the end of our reading that Jesus came to them when the seas got rough. That the disciples went out in a boat to travel to Capernaum in the dark. And the seas got rough. And Jesus was there walking on water. And the second he got in the boat, everything calmed. He is the calm of our lives. He is the calm of our spirit. He is the healer, the redeemer, and the life everlasting for you and I, brothers and sisters. But ultimately, it comes down to one thing, and that is us having that relationship with him. Over just that religion. Relationship shows us that we love him as much as he loved us. And even though we cannot compare 
to the amount of love that he has for us. We can show him every day through worship and praise, through prayer. Because Christ Jesus is there for us. He is that stronghold anchoring us through faith. He is that stronghold giving us hope for a better day. And he is that paddle guiding us through life. See, far too many of us sit there in this life and we look at things and say, why? Why would this tragedy happen? Why would God allow this to happen if he is almighty? Yet we forget the lessons that he teaches us. He teaches us lessons in the worst of storms. But far too many of us are focused on the flesh to not see the spiritual blessing that he is ultimately giving us. And yes, I know that there are tragedies. I know that death happens. I know that there are addictions and anxieties and anything else evil. There is darkness in this world. There is hate. There is prejudice. There is racism. There is ultimately anything you could think of. But through Christ Jesus and through love and through faith and ultimately through prayer and repetition of that prayer, there can be healing. There can be light in the darkness and there can be truth where there are lies and deceit. In our reading from the Gospel of John today, we saw Christ feed the masses with five loaves of bread and two fish. And if our Lord and Savior can do that through the power of God, then just think of what he can do for you and I, brother and sister, in our lives now, as we walk about our days. But it ultimately starts with one thing. It starts with us having faith in him and through our new birth of confession that he is the Lord and Savior. And it starts and continues forth with love. Love for our brothers and sisters and love for God. Because in the new life, in the new covenant, it overcame the original commands. That all of those commands are summed up through love others and love God. If we love others and we love God, then we live as Jesus lived. We engage with the beggar. We engage with the sinner and sit with them, share a meal, whatever it is. We help those in need. We don't just show up to church on Sunday and say all our sins are forgiven. We live it day in and day out. We stand firm in our belief and our faith in Christ Jesus. And ultimately, we stand firm in our faith that he is the paddle that helps us as we go through life. Because without him being the paddle, there is no movement through life. We are just drifting as the world sees. And yes, the devil can very easily promise us riches beyond belief, can very easily promise us lies, deceit, to keep us in the flesh. 
But how many of you brothers and sisters can sit there and turn around and say that it is through Christ Jesus that we have seen temptation by the evil one and we have seen it overcome. That it is through Christ Jesus that we can see eternal life and everlasting love. That it is through Christ Jesus that we can see perfect examples of how we are to live our lives walking by faith. Let Christ be the paddle of your boat. Let Christ guide you in the ways and the discernment of which it entails in your life. Let Christ be that stronghold and that anchor through the new birth so that when the storm is rough, he will calm it and say, be still. That when tragedy hits, he will comfort you through the Holy Spirit. And that when the day comes and your flesh has failed and has died, that your spirit will live on forever in eternal life through Christ Jesus. No matter what this world could offer, life with Christ Jesus is ultimately better. No matter what riches, no matter what technology, no matter what lustful addictions this world can offer, it is all temporary happiness or false joy. It is all temporary peace. For it is through Christ Jesus that we find comfort and peace in the storm. And it is through Christ Jesus and our thanksgivings to him that we grow stronger in times of joy, in times of peace. It's through his love and his light that we are redeemed and saved. It's through Christ Jesus that we live eternally. Brothers and sisters, don't be that boat without a paddle. Instead, embrace your relationship with Christ and live strong through his mercy, through his love, and through his grace as he heals and redeems us. Allow Christ to be that paddle of your boat. Allow Christ to be that anchor of your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now our final hymn for service is, Lord, I lift your name on high. And dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you and we sing this final hymn, we pray that the Spirit will move within us as we lift your name on high, as we lift up our heads and our voices and our souls to you. Breathe breath of life in us once more that we will do your bidding. That we will give our lives to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
is and I'm so glad you're in my life I'm so glad you came to save us you came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross my debt to pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky and lord i lift your name on high and lord i lift your name on high lord i love to sing your praises I'm so glad you're in my life And I'm so glad you came to save us You came from heaven to earth To show the way From the earth to the cross And my debt to pay From the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky and Lord I lift your name on high you came from heaven to earth to who showed the way from the cross to my dead to pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky and Lord I lift your name on high Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I lift your name on high. Amen and amen. And I don't know if you can hear the little tap taps on the roof. But as we are about to wrap up, we are about to probably be unleashed with a storm right above us. So as we come to a close, real quick announcement before we do our final prayers and we release for today. But on any of our social media pages, we have a link. And as a link tree link, and that links everything for our ministry. It links the podcast. It links Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our store with new merchandise, including our faith, love, prayer shirt, tumbler cups, coffee cups, new merchandise is out today. We also have a new way that if any of you feel so compelled to do so and donate to this ministry, we have a tithe link to our PayPal account. If you feel so inclined to worship and tithe with us today. Any of those tithings, We'll go right back into how we run our ministry. If you know anyone is in need of a Bible that you want to us to reach out to, feel free. Please contact us. Please sign up. Our link to sign up for our emailings is in there as well. But we will, if you email us and you give us an address, we will make sure that we get a Bible out to that person. If you can give us the name of that person, we will also like to write them a personalized letter. Letting them know that we are praying for them as a ministry. Letting them know that they are loved and they are matter. 
and above all that their life is worth something in Christ Jesus' name, we will reach out to them. I look to you all, brothers and sisters, because without you, this ministry wouldn't exist. Without our Lord and Savior guiding us about our days, we wouldn't be here. And although we are a virtual online ministry, we can grow and we can be strong just like any other. So I ask that as we continue to pray together, as we continue to worship together, as we continue to grow together, that you, brother and sister, would continue to be your part of your brother and sisters in Christ, helping bring them into a relationship with Christ and help save them before ultimately their lives are too late for that to happen. As we continue to move forward, we continue to be stronger as a ministry, as a partnership, as what we are through Christ's relationship. And through faith, love, and prayer, we can succeed. And as this storm, as I said, it is unleashing above us. You can hear it on the roof right now. So I'm going to quickly wrap this up. I also want to be giving one more announcement that Moving forward, our podcast will strictly be the word and the sermon for the day, for the week, whatever it might be to you. We will also have our full services posted on YouTube, and Facebook will be for a shorter amount of time. Maybe for the week, we'll only have our services posted. We're trying to give a little bit of differential to what our services hold as well, so that we can reach our brothers and sisters everywhere through our ministry. And now let us pray. Sustainer of the hungry, like our mother, you long to feed your children until each is satisfied. Turn our eyes to you alone, that aware of our own deepest longings, we will reach out with Christ to feed others with the miracle of your love, through the strength and guidance that you give us, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, brothers and sisters of Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without Dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.